Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Sunday Porch Podcast. I'm Connor and joined by... Well, welcome back everyone. <clears throat> Hope this episode finds you well. How it's so you... awkward like because I can't say my last name so it like sounds so <laughs> choppy but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Everyone's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and with us today we have Dave. <laughs> Dude, I think it's the best example of that is is how Derek from More Plates More Dates his last name is unknown. Is that true? I didn't know. Yeah. Know, I didn't even know that. I didn't wow. know it until until he hopped on something big. It might have been Joe Rogan or something, but it was like I was like like they still didn't have his last name. So it's like it's always weird when he when he says like, you know, the great and powerful David Spade and he like you couldn't even say the guy's last name. Oh, you know he has like a um like a old Twitter he doesn't have the password to. Yeah. So there's some <laughs> Some fucking skeletons. He probably just like started that nonsense page it's probably started out as a nonsense page he had no idea he was gonna get the fame and notoriety that he got and now it's just too late <laughs> dude how do i see my fucking dms on instagram these days i haven't been on here in years so wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait here we go <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> oh yeah i'm trying to send you this video dude i don't even what even is this anymore this looks so different than our our field analyst uh mark badetti sorry (laughs) (laughs) of um it's like this oh my lord It's this Instagram account, and he told me it was from the deep web. I don't know where he gleaned that from, but it's, Mm. like, just pulling these, like, creatures out of the ground. We really got to start doing some more pre-show planning. Um, I don't know how to send this over. Look up up Ecology Homestones on Instagram, because it's, Uh, like, not real, I don't think, but I don't know what's going on here. I've seen some shit like this before. It's like, ugh. Okay, I got it. Whoa. What, Like, what's going on here? So yeah. they're, like, digging stuff up? Yeah, dude. So I think what this guy does is he, he makes these fucking weird, like, animatronics and just co- surrounds them in, like, like realistic, like, meat-looking latex. Oh, man. <laughs> so they, like, what reel the around fuck? and stuff. I've seen this guy before, dude. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> That's so gross. Dude, the worst thing about it is he's not the only one that does this shit. Like, I've seen other ones where it's like they're, like, unpeeling bananas and it just looks like it's, like, alive somehow. He's like, he was talking, he's like, the lab banana is doing well. <laughs> it's just, like, squirming oh, around. <laughs> or, like, the ones they do, like, surgery on a fruit or something. Yeah, yeah. Remember what that the one fuck? time they did Yo. surgery on a grape? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Dumbest joke of all. Dude, he's got a party hat on one of them. <laughs> yeah, whoa. Dude, I have, like, reached a, a 
breaking point with just like pollution. I had a, like a Lorax freak out the other day because someone, <laughs> someone <laughs> don't like was like talking to me about like not swimming in like one of the Great Lakes or something. Or like, oh, you're crazy for that. And I was like, I should, I should be able to. Like, right. why is that? When did? And I was just wondering, because you would probably know, like, what the history of, like, pollution was. I would like to see a Lorax movie in, like, real life. Like, when did they water... They should do a real life Lorax movie. Dude, because imagine, like, a lake like that, just of all drinkable water. That's when it kind of yeah. hits different for me. Just pristine, As many bro. of you listening can tell, I'm not doing well right now. This is what I've been thinking about recently. But like, dude, dude, imagine like uh, a whole lake like that, and it's just forest, and then like drinkable water. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, I was just... thinking, like, what did it? Like, what was the first thing? Like, what was the the what is the product called in the lorax a thneed the thneed thneed is yeah what was the thneed factory you know i don't know i don't know anything about it (laughs) it was eve biting that apple (laughs) this place used to be a paradise man (laughs) yeah but like it would have taken a lot to get to the point where we are now right yeah well was there really was there really no other way to do it with to support like humanity than to do it that way i just i'm genuinely curious i don't know yeah i don't know i don't know man (laughs) i think i think that's an interesting perspective because i bet you that there's situations in which humanity could have totally just evolved in a different direction you know like like forgo all the industrial revolution fossil fuel burning oil bullshit and just stuck in like analog middle ages pushing rocks around raising animals well i don't know i feel like what gets talked about is the the fossil fuels thing and the scarcity of resources and overpopulation and like the greenhouse effect and stuff but like Mm -hmm. i don't that stuff i don't even want to get into because it's like there is an argument where it's like well what what are you going to do you know yeah but there is just straight up ignorant ass decisions that are made to to like not do stuff in a safe way Mm -hmm. for for like a while like the ceiling of just like there was like a set bar like the world can only support this many people because of scarcity of resources and there was like you can trace it back to one invention it was like when the when the first guy invented like nitrogen based fertilizers oh shit yeah i have heard that before that that like allow allowed us to till the soil in a way where we can just like rape it just use it over and over and over again you can support like like the ceiling of people that were allowed to be born just exploded based off of that one invention damn but it's crazy to think like if um like even if everything like if there is a power grid collapse and like everything went away like you still wouldn't be able to like live off of water or any kind of like natural like the outside is poison it's kind right. of nuts to think about yeah you can't even drink rainwater really without boiling i know it i know like it's that's like filter. it's like weird but I yeah. wonder, I wonder like what the the breaking point was with that. I don't know. 
Like, could yeah. you do that in like 1830 or maybe, I don't know. Maybe. Well, also, also you got to look at it like from a perspective of whether, whether or not, I guess, I guess like, obviously we know what happened first, but shit was polluted and shit was really bad for you for a very long time before people knew or cared, you know, like the, the same type of people that were polluting all the shit also didn't really know the lasting effects that it would have. And if they did know, they didn't really care. Like same, they're the same guys that were like mad. Really though. It's, it's okay for pregnant women to smoke cigarettes. Yeah, like, they, I guess they just didn't give a fuck about anything really. <clears throat> damn yeah i don't know that's i've just been on like a you know what i'll i'll say i could see really see myself doing like a point break type eco terrorism thing i don't have a lot else to do <laughs> like i don't right i don't have a lot of goals right now <laughs> i could see myself getting into something like that you know, i don't want to discuss know. any specifics on the show <laughs> Dude, I'm right here with you, bro. A great movie. It sucks. It sucks (laughs) because there's people that are so passionate about that shit. Like, they actually care and dedicate their lives to it. And the coolest thing that they can think of to do is just dump a bucket of paint on a fucking painting. It's like, do something cool, bro. Do something that matters. (laughs) It's It's just different. Like, it's like, I wouldn't even... It wouldn't even be worth my time... Like, if I did want to make some kind of change to join any kind of movement or, like, in effect, any kind of policy. Right. Which it's kind of like for the people who have been running things, it's like, good job. Like, that's where I'm, I'm and I'm sure most people in my demographic are the same way. It would not even be worth my time to try and do things the right way. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm with you. I get it. Well, and and then you like to take it that the people that are that deep into it really just had a lot of fucking free time, and that's why it's also just a bunch of weird people doing weird things. Yeah, because they it's didn't insane. have a regular life to leave. You know, it's like speaking of um, policy. What did you think about the the TikTok CEO, whatever that was, meeting? Yeah, I mean, I'm obviously, you know, I'm very anti-TikTok. I think it's nice to see people kind of catching on, but also it's just like, uh, I don't know, like way too little, way too late in my opinion. I did think it was kind of cool and a little bit like one of the first issues I've seen in my lifetime that was like bipartisan agreement. That was kind of cool, you know, maybe step step in the right direction. All it took was was Chinese malware, but <laughs> whatever. What about you? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think that I agree with a lot of stuff that, um, uh, was that Congress? It was some kind of like, it was the energy and trade commission. I, I mean, whatever, what, whoever those people were, mm-hmm. I agree with where they're coming from, but I mean, could you ask for a better example of just how fucking old everybody in that it was making me have like an old person freak out because the yeah. guy kind of embarrassed them with a lot of shit mm-hmm. and it makes it makes sense it's like why of course this person this congressman interviewing this guy is 78 years old like he has he no know, idea, yeah. <laughs> idea what's going on obviously <laughs> 
like and it's like are these really the best people to do this and it's kind of like even when they're pressing him about it like and you know this guy is probably smart as fuck like it's watching like a a adult like hold a toddler back and they're like swinging on him but they don't even really know like what they're asking (laughs) no and and i hate the way that those guys talk too like it was a lot of flashbacks from from when they tried to have that whole federal indictment of mark zuckerberg about facebook it's like the same type of situation where it's like these guys are kind of pompous assholes and they like they really like to heavy hand people when they talk like they talk real slow and they try to like guide answers and then when you know it's clear that they don't know what the fuck they're talking about it's so just patronizing to watch like like i I just think a good example was was when the guy was asking zuckerberg you know like whenever that was five years ago six years ago he was like he was like did you stay in a hotel coming here and he's like yeah he's like would you be comfortable with the address of your hotel being shared in front of everybody he's like no and then he's like quiet he's like like he made his point he's like well mark i think that's where the issue lies <laughs> he just goes on this tangent about bullshit it's great like when you hear the the way that they interview people it's like so child it literally sounds like they did maybe five minutes of research before going into an extremely important meeting what else were you doing that you don't have more information get a right. like if it has to be the 80 year old guy like at least brief him for over an hour what a, a mess oh my yeah. goodness like there well, was one where the question was it, it wasn't a bad question what he was trying to ask is like can TikTok access data from other devices on the same like network? And he's like, the guy's like, so like if, if TikTok is connected to my Wi-Fi, <laughs> he's like, does that mean I need to to hook it up to connect to the app? And and the the dude, uh, the CEO, like knows what he's asking, but is like, I'm not. He's like, I'm not really sure what you mean. And it's he's talking to him in a way that it's like, oh, all right, let's get you to bed. (laughs) And the guy, the guy is like, he's like, do I need to have this connect to the Wi-Fi? And he's like, he's like, yes. He's like, if you weren't using cellular data and you wanted to access our platform, he's like, it would need to be connected to like a Wi-Fi thing. And the congressman like thinks he like bested him, and he's like, see. We got him. The most stupid shit of all. Like one guy thinks he made a point. The CEO knows that what was just recorded pretty much just won him the entire interaction. Yeah, but it's like, oh my god. Well, because because with trials like that you need people that have a full absolute understanding of the situation to be able to ask the questions yeah. word you ha- the the question has to be worded pretty much exactly to get to like to, to force the answer out of him without him committing perjury because he when his understanding is like leaps and bounds ahead of the guy asking the question he's going to be able to answer any question truthfully and not indict himself at all because they're just not asking the right questions because they don't even know what the right questions are it's like it really is just like such a classic American paradox to think that we and, you know, our whatever quote unquote elected officials like in Senate and Congress are going to be able to best 
you know, just through good old justice, like Wall Street people and tech CEOs. Like this is this guy's job. He went yeah. to Stanford. He's not like you're not you do your fucking research. This isn't this is like a hard thing you're about to do is try and get answers out of the sneakiest guy of all time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I've always said I think that there should be an age cap for elected positions that's much lower than it is. And I think I think the like the, the bottom, like the age limit should be lower as well. I, I don't, Especially in a world where it's just like society and culture and technology is changing like that, 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 that. Like I feel like I'm behind on shit and I'm 23 years old. I couldn't imagine how I'd feel if I was fucking 60 and I had to talk to the TikTok CEO straight out of China. Like what the fuck am I going to say? I couldn't imagine. And honestly, in, in my opinion, I think the reason why a lot of them are still in is um someone was explaining to me that obviously a lot of them are insider trading and that's why that's such a good position to have like why you can make so so much money being in congress um but that i guess it's easier for them to protect themselves if they're still in so it's kind of like you can't take your chips from the table kind of thing i guess Mm -hmm. and then i think the other part is it's just like delusional narcissism on the highest level like a complete separation from understanding that you would ever be wrong about anything yeah no i i'm i'm with that second statement for sure and that's that's why everybody hates fucking dr fauci's because he'll sit and talk like like he is god himself like telling everybody what they must do and you must wear a mask you must do this because what i say goes Don't yeah talk to people I'm... like that <laughs> Dude, how come people forget about like how crazy he was allowed to talk? Like yeah. <laughs> him and Cuomo fucking let it rip, dude. During like 2020, if you look back at some of the quotes, like oh. I wonder how much just 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 nonsensical like violence on the street was incited because of what they were saying on tv because a grown-ass man that had to sit down and listen to a boss all day went home and turned on the tv and had to listen to dr anthony fauci tell him what to do and just went outside and assaulted somebody (laughs) (laughs) probably a lot of that speaking of did you um watch the new uh episode of secession i did yeah that's a yeah, good. They, dude, HBO doesn't mess. <laughs> They're they on fire. Her. Do you think Shiv Shiv's actress gained some weight? Dude, she's so much less attractive in this season. Yeah, I don't know what. It's like her face too. <laughs> Something was looks different. like melted. Not to be, <laughs> not to be mean. Sorry, but <laughs> she's like one of our like highest profile listeners. She's like man, right. <laughs> just got crushed (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) no i did notice that though it was was almost distracting how bad her outfit was (laughs) dude this shit about how um like greg and tom call each other the disgusting brothers brothers. (laughs) (laughs) like that's like funny if you know like how real that shit is (laughs) i guarantee you there's people who actually like (laughs) <laughs> and Shiv is like, what, what, you're you're calling yourself the the, the disgusting brothers now? He, and he's just like, we just go and get drinks sometimes. <laughs> he's, he's tra- yeah, he's trying to play it down. He's like, he's like Shiv. He's like, we we get a drink occasionally. 
I heard you guys call yourself the disgusting brother. <laughs> Logan Roy's like, smell Greg's finger. Right. <laughs> See what Greg's Dude, been up to. That was some real shit when he just has a freak out and he's like, um, he's like, somebody tell me a joke. <laughs> and they're all like bumbling. He's like, all he's like, all you people are so fucking not funny. Right. He's like, where where are your where are your kids? Logan, where right. are all your kids? <laughs> He's like, where's your father? Grandfather. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was awesome. Crazy. That's one of the best shows that HBO has put out, I think. Yeah. I think it was like slept on for a minute, but now it's just kind of I just blown up. It was all over Twitter. Hashtag the disgusting brothers was trending. Right. <laughs> Dude, that's definitely one of those shows that was um like they made it and it didn't do well and they were like, alright, and then like the Sigma thing took off. Yeah. <laughs> and the dudes were like, Oh my god, like, this is based. <laughs> and then it just went through the roof. Yeah. Like, do you know um, the movie, uh, like, American Psycho flopped when it came out and was, like, for 10 years, we had no ratings, and then out of nowhere, <laughs> just exploded. Like, once Gen Z just started, they just loved that shit. <laughs> That's crazy. I didn't even know. I know, dude, I saw there's an American Psycho 2 with a female protagonist. I'm not never watching that. I don't, I don't know what that was. <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens I saw the thumbnail on HBO I couldn't have scrolled past something faster well I don't think that'll be very believable <laughs> <laughs> remember when we saw I'm not gonna drop names but um what the fuck is going on alright <laughs> That girl just sitting reading that book in Ives Park. Oh, that was wild. <laughs> yeah. That Damn, was awesome. bro. Especially after the night before, bro. I mean... <laughs> dude, women are just... Like, they do some crazy shit like that. Yeah. Read it, reading books these days is creepy. That's a hot take. <laughs> if, you, if you open up an old school book like you're making well, some kind of statement could be you know a what good i get one. away with is is i i do this now i got one of those kin- the kindle paper whites so like at first it was like oh it's it's way more uh efficient i don't have to go to barnes and noble i don't have to pay for a book i but now it's like i can read in public without people seeing what i'm actually reading <laughs> like now now it's a you're, you're not getting away with anything man we know <laughs> we know what kind of manifestos you got downloaded on that kindle <laughs> If I would want to read a book that's, like, not super chill to pull out of my backpack at work, <laughs> I can pull a Kindle Paperwhite out of my backpack. Do you think it's worth it for me to read the, um, that book that everybody reads, The 21 Laws of Power? You've read that, right? Yeah. I mean... Is that, go- is that good or is that just fucking, like, mumbo-jumbo? You know, I will. The one thing I will say is, that in one of our early episodes, we talked about the pand, the, like the epidemic of people 
going through and just rehashing what other people said online and then putting it through. Yeah, I, I remember single... you say, you mentioning that in that yeah. episode. And it's just been worse because I it's I brought it to my own mind when I said that. But every single like Sigma and success account, anything you ever see on the internet is just repeating. I mean, who, props to whoever the author is of that the four. I don't know what the number is. Forty eight laws of power, but like, uh, they just copy those. <laughs> every every video is is just right. like somebody just talking about one of them. And so you know what, man? I guess hey, he found the formula and it works. But I mean, yeah, I, I don't think that I don't have any issue with it. Just, just in the fact that people like it too much, and it's way too mainstream. The issue is that the people that make those videos are like sixteen. There's yeah. not a lot you can do with the twenty-one laws of power when you are in high school. Like, just go, <laughs> go, right. just, just go to school. Like, <laughs> like the guy who wrote that was not writing that for you to read and then go to algebra two second period (laughs) with your with your borderline sexist instagram account and just be a misogynist (laughs) all day and never get laid it's like i i hate to see this shit because it's like exactly what you just said like the people that consume it the most aren't people that it's really geared it's more geared towards guys like us that are like kind of like in control of our own lives like we got a little bit more of a moral footing as well it's it's really just getting caught by i would even go younger dude i'm thinking like early middle school like 10 to 15 year olds just take that shit in the stride and then it's just you know it gets them in the gym but it also makes them all fucking taxi driver yeah it's good but it's like you if you're in middle school and you read the 21 laws of power it's like you don't have anything to do with that like you don't know how to use Excel. There's not. You're not gonna make a lot of a lot of like money moves. <laughs> right. Just learn how to be a person first, and then you can you can do that. But right. There's levels to this shit, bro. It's like exactly. Exa- I think that's a great quote. Like just learn how to be a person first, and then take all the extra shit. And then it's honestly, like, I'm sure if I read that, most of that shit is stuff that I will probably agree with, but already just kind of intuitively know. Just from life. Yeah. Exactly. You know, it's like the the people that are any type of successful in life know all that shit. (laughs) It's not going to be some great revelation to you that, that you should, like you know, p- play your poker hand of life slow if you have a great hand and stuff like that. Like, never be the loudest man <laughs> in the room. <laughs> right. Never be never be angry for no reason. Oh, really? <laughs> I shouldn't? <laughs> but I, I think that the people that, that know that the best are the people that made those mistakes, you know? Like, the guy mm-hmm. that, that had a temper tantrum and, you know, ra- had a rage meltdown and was like, man, that didn't end well for me. Maybe I should never do that again. It's going to be more just in, naturally intuitive than the nine-year-old that read never have a rage meltdown and has never actually had one, you know, ne- never actually pounded the piss out of someone and then regretted it. He, he's not, he's going to maybe like want to do it on when he's a little bit older. Cause he's like, man, I've always told myself that I shouldn't do it, but, but what if it feels good, you know? Right. And the other thing <clears throat> with that stuff is it like most interactions that you have, even at a, if you're working in a very like important corporate job, like are not that 
intense where you need to be like thinking that deeply about what's going on. And it's like people, it's just annoying. Like if you, like, <laughs> when someone comes up to you and you can tell that they've thought out what they're going to say for like 20 minutes and they have some mm-hmm. like crazy thing prepared, it's like, okay, like right. this is what I got to do. I'll go talk to this person and then we'll email you in a week. Like no one cares. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I, if I had to sit down and write my own 48 laws of power, it would be one law and it would be crave confrontation. <laughs> you know, you're yeah. never going to be, you're never going to be a good dude. You're, you're going to be always timid and afraid if you have to fear confrontation your whole life or be passive aggressive or get somebody else to do your shit for you because you're too uncomfortable to do it. It's just crave confrontation and you'll be successful. Indeed. I saw um, our guest uh, speaker, Robert Meyer, over the weekend. He came up to me again and he was like, he was like, I just got to ask. He's like, why did you choose me on the podcast? And I was like, (laughs) I was like, I was like, bro, are you still thinking about this? I was like, I think Mark just told us to have you on. I felt kind of (laughs) bad. He's been spending his head. He's been rattled. Well, what I, t- I told him that like Dude. we did everything for a reason, but <laughs> yeah, this was crazy. So I, um, I, I went, I go to, uh, <clears throat> Duff's on Saturday and immediately upon walking in, there is a six foot man, like six foot five dude, like super tall with a long ass beard and a shaved head in a trench coat standing against the like 50 plus standing against the wall like in between the two bathrooms and i'm just like what the hell so, <laughs> so oh I, my God. <laughs> and he was wearing like a turtleneck and a trench coat maybe he was doing security but like don't wear that what the no. fuck <laughs> <laughs> and i went up to um our friend mr cliff and i was like have, have you see it been seeing this guy he's like i've been here for an hour and he has not moved that position. oh my god <laughs> i was like of course <laughs> or there's something like always dude and then um another fucked thing happened uh so, so uh my girlfriend goes to the bathroom and she comes back out and is like shook up and i was like what is going on and she was like there was two girls in the stall in the bathroom at duff's just like taking nudes of each other like (laughs) in the stall and like yelled at me for like going in there and i was like this is that fucking place is so bad yeah like just the behavior i'll make it up for pig roast that might be it well i mean i think i got another golf tournament left in me yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Play golf once a year. <laughs> but how do you guys go to work after golfing? Right, seriously, though. <laughs> I have, like, a putting green in my in my office. There's, like, a break room, and it's got, like, a putting green and, like, a ping pong table. And the other day, I was in there just alone, just, like, putting. And uh, a coworker that I had never talked to before just decides to, like, stick his head in and make off a small talk. He's like, do you, oh, do you golf? And I turned and just, like, reflex. I was like, no. Nah. Like, once a year. <laughs> and then I, had to, then I had to explain myself why why I only golf once a year. 
They're like, no, no, not anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I can do it once. I'm going to have to wait 365 days. I actually met Tiger Woods one time. He's like, really? You're like, nah. Nah. (laughs) Isn't that what golf guys say? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's pretty good, right? (laughs) Yeah. You guys like him? (laughs) So, I saw some other stuff going on now, too, where, like, Elon Musk and some of the other guys are putting together this letter to write to basically, like, halt the progression of of like anything more advanced than chat GPT four on the AI software front. And I was like intrigued by that, but I feel like honestly, like I started off as being a, I was a big Elon Musk guy for a while, but I feel like I'm kind of falling off the, like the Elon Musk fan train. I think, I think his, I think it's just, he's, he's a little bit of a narcissist too. And I think his autism is catching up with him. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't like get anything done. Like I, I don't know. No. Yeah, and and I'm I almost feel like this the, like this whole thing that he's heading to like stop the AI development is because he's jealous that he's not a part of it. Like I, I feel like he's got this like little chip on his shoulder where it's like it's it's blowing up and it's not his software and he's not at the leading edge of it. So he's like, well, hold on. Give everybody else a chance to catch up. Let's have an AI summer. It's what he's calling it. Be like, let's have some time to enjoy what we've created rather than rush into an AI fall. And I'm like, I don't that, know. That's the plan is AI hot girl summer. That is your plan yep. for stop, stopping it. Like, <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't, I don't know. I feel, I, like, can... I feel like, sorry, but just like the position that he's in, like if it was him, if it was his software... And people were telling him to stop. You know that he would he would be like making memes about him and calling him gay on the internet. Like, I mean, it was literally the same thing. Like, I think it was like in like 2012 they had like a moratorium or whatever it's called to like stop um, the progression of uh, like CRISPR and like genetic editing, mm-hmm. and then the dude in China just did it anyway. And then they all got like butt hurt cause they weren't in, like all the other scientists like weren't included in it. Yeah. So I've read something about that too. W- wasn't it like he was like either going to be put in prison or put up for a Nobel prize. Like it weren't those like his two options. <laughs> well, what he did is he, he, um, like it wasn't even a, a difficult thing that he did. He just uh, cut out a gene that uh, made the uh, tw- the twins like that were not born yet like they can't get HIV now, which I mm-hmm. guess is a um, like uh, like some people naturally have that uh, <clears throat> that already in certain parts of the world. So like that's how we knew how to do it. Um, so it's like, okay, that's pretty cool. Like, right. I, I, uh, like good for them. But then the, I think the CCP just like disappeared him. So, mm. well, <laughs> Generally, uh, like those. yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it's like, <clears throat> 
they they sure as hell took took all of his work, and they've got a team of people working at gunpoint to continue what he's oh, doing. Oh, for sure. He's not there himself. It's like I. I'm sick of this facade. Like it's like we're pretending that shit like that isn't going on because it's illegal. It's like the biggest perpetrators well, the, of illegal yeah. research are strong government entities. The people that make all the laws are the people that do the worst stuff. So it's like, how the fuck are you going to make a law to stop doing something? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right. No. Yeah. You're totally right. It's the same people that like are building the like civilian murder bot 4000 <laughs> like are gonna come out and be like can we please stop with the chat gpt yeah yeah right the same people that mind fucked an entire generation with lsd i you know we were talking about that last week too about the whole like grateful dead shit i saw when i was like after the episode i was like looking up more about that you know the whole like manson cult shit he was like he was totally involved with the United States government, like MK Ultra mine projects. I so like they basically had him coming in for checkups and stuff, and were feeding him hallucinogens, and he was going and committing like minor crimes, and he would get arrested, and like government officials would come in and get him out of prison, and like you know like the sheriffs around there would be like it's above my pay grade and all this stuff, and it's like like they were talking about it on on uh, Joe Rogan, and then I looked it up. It's that's all totally real. That's insane. That, that, that it's like he did so much damage because the government fucked his brain up with LSD as part of some twisted science experiment. Oh yeah, um, the uh, Unabomber too was in a. He was in. They test did tests on him when he was at like Harvard, so he got fucked up. Mm-hmm. So it's like, dude, a lot of the times when you hear something that is sounds like insane that someone would just on their own will do a lot of times it's because they're a state actor or because they like someone had a hand in it and it just makes sense like of course like of course someone was fucking around with that 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 just doesn't happen for no reason you know (laughs) yeah no i i get you have you been did you watch did you watch the body cam footage from that nashville shit yeah that shit was crazy was like that What the fuck was that? <laughs> it was like a fur, a furry shooter, like the yeah. most twenty twenty three shit I've seen in my life, dude. And it's not over either. There's like, there's like a whole sect on on Twitter and on Reddit right now, like supporting the shooter. What? Yeah, like, in what way? Like like a call to arms for transgenders to defend themselves against tyranny is that what it was though <laughs> no that's what it is now because cuz guess 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 what the shooting and the and the, mur- and the murder of that shooter incited was was a lot of hate towards that community in Tennessee so now they need to defend themselves with violence dude if it like if you if it was a defense of like your rights, then why why would then attack like the government? Like I don't understand, dude. Shit used to be be like cool. Like I don't understand why attacking a school is like the only option now. Yeah, so I mean, like, I don't oh, know. If, if you have the balls to do that, like why don't you go hit J.P. Morgan, you pussy, <laughs> right. or go go like go go to Wall Street, or, like do something like insane. 
I don't know what the motives were exactly of, of that shooter. I mean, we can speculate. I think that was like a a, Christ, a Catholic schools, and it was you know, but uh, obviously, piece of shit. Those cops are heroes. But I just mean like the aftermath has spurred like like this weird movement where I'm seeing people like almost kind of in support of the shooter and it's and it's really weird and I don't I don't understand it at all and it pisses me off and I think I'm I think it's time for me to to like delete a lot of my social media because I can't read this stuff I'm like I'm gonna get rid of Twitter I'm I I don't even know what to say (laughs) like go like then fine if that's the stance you want to take defending that person like cool that that'll be a good angle (laughs) i'm sure you'll get a lot of popular support with that like jesus i just can't like it's it's it that is that's over the line for me i don't know how it hasn't been (laughs) for, for the past five years but it's like there's things that i can read and get mad at and be fine and go on with my day and then there's stuff where it's like i read it and it ruins my week like I'm just pissed. That's always been my stance with um like gun control stuff also is like I I am okay to sit down and discuss like there's might maybe we should have further measures on like firearm ownership in America but make the fucking creepy 18 year old weirdos hand over their ars and then i'll talk and then we can talk about normal people handing over their guns but no one wants to have that discussion it's like all the normal people give the government your guns and then we'll figure out how to deal with the the fucking incel motherfuckers like how does that make any sense yeah yeah dude and that's that's this is a mexican standoff and it's me who never does anything wrong the government and then the creepy incel people they can give put theirs down first and then i will but i'm not gonna be not armed and have those people be armed like how does that make any sense right exactly exactly and people think that somehow we'll flip this magical switch and nobody will have any guns anymore except for the government that's just that's just as bad of a situation to be in bro it's like (laughs) yeah like how is that fixing anything That the, the government, the same people that made fucking Charles Manson, yeah, <laughs> those all people? they do is bad stuff. Like, right. They commit I, so many crimes, like it's like hilarious. <laughs> I don't, they're gonna do Las Vegas again. Remember that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's it's like it's so bad for me to to go through Twitter and then I'm just like breaking my wrists on the blink fitness punching bag because of something some stranger that lives a hundred miles away said that i'll never meet in real life it's like that's so bad for just my brain chemistry yeah i mean so the argument is that that um they or whoever the fuck i don't even know it's insane that i have to like i i don't want a dead name of actually dead shooter but um so like they did it because they they like were bullied for being trans is that the argument so basically what i'm talking i don't know why i don't know why they did it i don't so i don't even know like if what, yeah whatever i don't need to get into like the gender thing but 
I don't know why the shooter did it. I just I just know like what I'm seeing is the is like in the aftermath. People are basically like you know like w- like Tennessee has basically taken a stance against transgenderism and it's time for us to defend our rights and to defend ourselves like like basically like a call to arms for for that group of people to defend themselves with violence because of what the actions of one person has led to in the state and and just like an overwhelming amount of hate in the country as a whole so it's not so much like like why they did it or like what the situation is before the shooting happened it's just what i'm reading after is basically like people that are taking it to the extremes of like we should all we should all learn from whoever the fuck this person was and it's just it's not even that complicated like can people just like say it for what it's just creepy motherfuckers that do it like i can spot them pretty easily (laughs) (laughs) yeah we all know them bro but look at picture the pictures of that person it's like oh yeah yeah that's a shooter <laughs> yep get him out i watched the whole like six minute body cam clip too those guys are awesome that was yeah, awesome dude they they <laughs> they lived on the fuck off <laughs> that shit was awesome it's just such a scary situation and yeah, it's it's like you said. It's like n- never be the guy whose safety is in the hands of a creepy motherfucker with a gun. You know, it's like it's like just don't. And and nobody's willing to do that except for the people that don't understand how the world really works. And those are the people that are all up all up anti Second Amendment because they think that Uncle Sam will always be there to protect them. And why does anybody need a gun? Because this other guy has a gun. Why do I need a gun? This other man has one. It's like, I, right. I don't understand what, what had to go wrong in your life to think that way. And it's, it's, they're, they're like, well, we can't just stop the, the creepy incel teenagers from having the assault rifles. It's like, really? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> and it's like, okay, okay. So well, we then, can't. And what am I paying you to do? <laughs> like, what, where are all the taxes going? <laughs> right and and, and just, like, why don't you yeah. just do something about it <laughs> i could show me a picture of a bunch of people and i'll tell you who is a risk and who is not in about <laughs> 10 minutes right. so easy 30 second interview right you have all this data this is what i was saying in that earlier podcast why don't you use it for that like yeah man <laughs> It's just disgusting. I don't know. Disgusting behavior all around. Disgusting takes. People don't understand what's going on. People don't understand how the world works, and they say crazy things on the internet. Dude, I was cracking up at um, that meme you sent where the guy's uh, digital girlfriend like got deleted, <laughs> like the Blade Runner <laughs> shit. <Yeah>. Literally <laughs> happened in real life. Like... <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Can you look up how long they, he was married to the com, the computer program? Yeah, yeah that's tough. honestly like I feel bad. I'm sorry, yeah, man. I'm sorry. We can no longer the software no longer supports your wife. <laughs> Maybe you can okay. get a new. one. It just won't remember any of the memories that you guys had together. That's so too bad. I. 
in in my search to like recall that article, I found I think I found a better one. <laughs> Get this, my girlfriend. My girlfriend made me euthanize my AI wife, who said she loved me after I spent <laughs> over one thousand dollars on her. <laughs> So a computer programmer created his own AI wife who would like say she loved him <laughs> and stuff, and his girlfriend made him delete it, and he's doing like a Reddit like "Am I the asshole?" But he's like posting like pictures about her and stuff. Well, you know, his wife definitely found that on his phone. That's almost worse than just texting another chick. She's like, "Who is this?" He's like, "It's not a real person." <laughs> Me, that's my AI wife. <laughs> that would be grounds for divorce. <laughs> I, I think. Am I the I mean, asshole? Yeah, man. That's that's another cesspool. It's like, am I the asshole for for telling the barista at Starbucks that it's really called sodium chloride instead of salt? Yeah. <laughs> 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 a rabbit hole of just like the karen videos that shit is so yeah. funny <laughs> i love that stuff. that's another thing where it's like if the internet didn't exist i wouldn't think those people were real people you know like i've never oh. <laughs> yo i saw a video okay so they're on the the plane is about to take off like everyone is seated and this one guy is talking to a flight attendant having a freak out because the lady and the lady next to him has like a blanket over her chest. And it looks like she's like breastfeeding like a kid, like clearly. And yeah. he's and the flight attendant is like, sir, like our policy, like we allow like if you want to breastfeed your kid in the plane, it's fine. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, if that were the case, it would be fine. He's like, I'm freaked out. He's like, there's a cat under that blanket. And the flight attendant oh my is like, God. he's breastfeeding a cat and it's making me very uncomfortable. And the flight attendant like kind of looks at the lady and you can see on her face, she's like, no fucking way. And the, <laughs> the lady is like, please stop harassing me. She's like, this man has been harassing me for 10 minutes. And the flight attendant at first is, is taking her side. She's like, sir, you need to calm down. This is very inappropriate. And he's, he's like, it's a cat. It's a fucking cat. Because <laughs> like, he knows. And he's like freaking out. He's like, he's like, if it's not a cat, he's like, then look under the blanket. And the lady's like, I'm not going to expose myself to you. And then the flight attendant, it, it's this moment where she knows that if she like exposes the lady and it's actually a kid, like they look really bad, but yeah. the guy might be right. Cause he, he's right. really sure in his belief of what's going on. <laughs> so, like, so the lady calls the captain and the, the pilot of the aircraft comes back and he's like, all right, he's like, what's going on here? He's like, ma'am. He's like, is there a cat under there? And the, and the lady is, uh, and the guys, the guy's like, He's like, it's a cat, like a feline under that <laughs> and, she, and she's like, no, it's it's not. And then some random guy pipes up behind her. He's like, I have allergies and I'm having an allergic reaction. The girl turns around. She's like, okay, allergy boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then so the captain is like, all right, gets on the radio. He's like, was there a, a cat checked on to this flight? And he's like, mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, ma'am, he's like, 
can I lift this blanket up? And she's like, I'm not going to say that you can. And then he's like, okay. And slowly starts peeling it back. And then you just see like fur, like, oh my it, God. Like a cat. And the guy's like, I told you. He's like, I told you it was a fucking cat. <laughs> Nobody believed me. He's like, I saw it. <laughs> Dude, so that's like what we're up. talking about. Put him on his last straw. <laughs> yeah, no, that you saw a guy just about to get completely gaslit into like <laughs> believing. Like it was almost one of those game theory questions where it's like yeah. if the pilot lifts up the blanket, he could be very <laughs> wrong. But the guy, like, what are the odds it is a cat? <laughs> Schrodinger's cat. Right. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> It's a child under the blanket, and it's a cat at the same time, until it is exposed. What an insane interaction. Yeah, that's fucking vile, bro. Honestly, I, that, that would probably be it for me, too. That would, that, I would, I'd have a, I would, I'd do the same thing. I don't even blame that guy. Like, I couldn't. I couldn't, in good conscience, sit next to a woman breastfeeding an animal. But it's just funny because you can tell, like, from the pilot's face that he's sizing this guy up to like he's like this guy looks pretty normal. Like he looks (laughs) like he's on on here for work. Like why? And in his mind, he's like, why would he make this big of a deal out of it if he wasn't a hundred percent sure that that's what's going on? But at the same time, I really can't be wrong about this. (laughs) Do you talk to the people next to you when you're on flights? Um, I try not to. I mean, I don't know. I don't need to have a Tyler Durden, like, (laughs) moment. (laughs) Yeah. I do. I talk to the people next to me when when they allow me to. (laughs) That's why I don't talk to people. (laughs) (laughs) Where I was going from Syracuse down to, like, LaGuardia and uh, for a connecting flight. But the guy that was sitting next to me was, like, my age. I, I have a selfie with him. I can send it to you. But he was, like, straight out of China. Like, he was a Chinese, uh, ex- not not exchange, but um, whatever the program is where he's studying in Syracuse University from China. And uh, they had, like, a, a break, and he just decided to uh, go to Canada because he's never seen it. And I'm like, and he, like, didn't really speak English that well. But I'm like, you're going to like Canada and he's like yeah and I'm like what I was just trying to figure out in what situation he's flying south from Syracuse to go to Canada and I pulled out like I was just like trying my best and there was a guy behind me that was like chuckling through the whole like he was like watching our conversation like it was like a tv show but I pulled out a map on my phone and I'm like what part of Canada and he pointed like wicked north like above like like calgary area like like way up into like the unclaimed territory and i was like all right well have fun man i guess i either he didn't know what i was talking about or or i just underestimate him but he just made an impulse decision to go into like arctic wasteland i guess or or yeah just confused i don't know what you think is up there like (laughs) tar sands so i got a co-worker that's up there on a field assignment now and and it's crazy like the closest town it's like up in manitoba and the closest town is like hours away so they have to live on site in trailers the whole time and it's in it's like a yeah i don't want to say like the nature of the site but living in in trailers and they're all like they all eat together and stuff it's kind of interesting like 
Because th- that's an entire construction crew up there just living together. It's it's cool when they have to do work in, like, uninhabited areas, how they set it all up like that, like a base camp. Yeah, it's like, dude, you know what's an awesome movie is The Grey with Liam Neeson. Yeah. Like, that's so, that's so dope. Wait, am I, dude, am I imagining it, or is John Bernthal in that movie? I think I, I, I don't, I, I don't know I anymore, because now I, I start imagine, I'm starting to imagine him in movies that he wasn't <laughs> in, because he's, <laughs> he's in, in every movie. <laughs> I think he, I think he might be. That's a great movie. I actually watched that in school for, for one of, one of my, for that unit class. Uh, I don't think he's in it, but I know you're, you're thinking of Frank Grillo. It's a oh, very okay. yeah, similar, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Frank, Frank Grillo is pretty much inter- interchangeable with John yeah. Bernthal and their character. <laughs> An Italian dude that like does his best to just mess up the whole, like, yeah. goes against everybody in the group, like from the beginning <laughs> and then meets a yeah. bad ending. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they type. He's like, I'm taking the rest of the food because nobody's gonna do anything about it. (laughs) (laughs) Me, yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I just watched Good Goodfellas uh, on Monday. That's an excellent movie. This is the classic Rise and Fall, the hero's tale. (laughs) The scene where his wife wakes him up with a gun in his face is hella relatable, even though I've never actually had that happen to me. But I can see that happening to me, and I would not negotiate it as well as he did, and I would probably get. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you say that because I'm like every dude that watches that scene feels the same way. Like, yeah, been like, there, been there, bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> but you haven't. Like... You haven't ever. <laughs> That's why Martin Scorsese's the goat, man. He puts he puts like real life feelings into nonsensical scenes. Super relatable, like, when they led that one guy into the house and he thought he was going to get into the mob, and then they shot him and rolled him up in a carpet. I guess, kind (laughs) of. Probably never happened to me. It's like me, I could never be a a made man because I'm Irish. Right. (laughs) But Tommy, Tommy was 100% Sicilian. They could trace back all his family to the old country. (laughs) Dude, that stuff is so funny <laughs> it's so real it's like that's how they act it's just like you gotta be right. Ita- you got hey cuz <laughs> who don't want to be saw, Italian? i saw a clip um and it was like one of the actors from the sopranos on like the tonight show or whatever and he was like yeah one time when we were filming like james golfini who played tony soprano got a call mm-hmm. like in the middle of the night from the actual mob and they were like we like what you're doing but Remember one thing, the Don never wears shorts. <laughs> so it's like, that's the thing with the Italian mob. It's like, I think they're just watching the movies also. Like, I don't know how much actual work is going on anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right. I was going to say the same thing, bro, because like, like straight up, I know dudes, like Rochester is a big, like Italian those guys do illegal shit <laughs> or they at yeah. least are re- related to people that used to. And like those, uh, those Italian families, they act like that. And I always wonder if it's like, if it's like the movies got it spot on or if they just really like the movies and decided it's to act 100%. like 100% like movies. 
90% of Americans base every life decision that they have off of a movie. That's a fact. And I won't, if you listen closely, a lot of the stuff people will say to you is just directly pulled from a movie and they just won't, they'll just deny it. <laughs> yeah. Well, cause maybe they don't even know, man. Cause they heard it from somebody else who heard it from a movie. Right. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like people will tell, and I'll do that. Sometimes I'll just tell someone a story and it just wasn't real at all. Like I'll just explain a movie scene to someone as nonfiction. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, one time in World War II, like this happened. Like, and they're like, that's just saving Private Ryan. Like, <laughs> like this isn't Oh. Saving Private Ryan must have been based on a true story. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I must have heard it on a podcast or something. They're like, no, that's directly from the movie. <laughs> There's these two brothers. And one of them gets killed, so then they have to go get the other they guy. Get the other one. Send him over Tom his Hanks. <laughs> Tom Hanks will not rest until he plays every single American. <laughs> I saw uh, his. I follow his son Chet Hanks on Instagram, and he posted a video of himself getting into a fight at in like a public diner, <laughs> and he posted it on his own Instagram. <laughs> I think that. Chet Hanks and Hunter Biden should do some type of collab. I think that would do be like a, a, a yeah, some yeah. like a song. Honestly, do a music yeah, video. Yeah, they should. They should do like a like a Marky Mark style song. They were both wearing white beaters and they just go in. Absolutely. Did you hear Chet Hanks's rap "White Boy Summer"? <laughs> um. Yeah, I think at one point that was yeah. a lot. <laughs> I was not about that. Josh's old Ethiopian roommate actually loved it, which is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was, like, playing it unironically. <laughs> yeah, funny. All right, well, good app. 100%.